it. That's not good. We should probably not start with yeah, that. Yeah, no, we're going to have to skip that. Yes. So, folks, you'll never know what we said, but it was a doozy. And Mike is not even recording yet. We're going to kick the pod off um, without Mike as he scrambles to press the And recording. the podcast begins now. All right. Uh, so I'm going to start off the in- this intro uh, as main primary horse horse. So yeah, welcome, the lead welcome pod. It's NBA five star on. Give us a rating, HBO Max. <laughs> for wow. to, for to rate. No, that was not an audio glitch. Rate the folks, podcast so and subscribe right. and smash. For here we go. This is like uh, those times during high dives where someone belly flops <laughs> from like fifty feet. No, it's not because this is. Mike's 60th anniversary episode, Untitled NBA Podcast. Welcome two guests today, name of oh, no. Don, name of Beard. Welcome. Uh, guests for one third, Mike. And secondly, what's the big 60? That's the main thing. This is the Diamond, Diamond. Gym anniversary. Diamond. 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 I'm uh, excited. This is where you in Diamond's... The Sierra Leone thing from Kanye, goddamn! Yeah. Happy uh, diamonds, happy diamond anniversary, boys. Uh, would you would you get each Thanks, other and Mike. me? Well, because you're the only host now, and we're guests. Uh, we don't have to get you shit, but I'm curious to see what diamonds that you got us. Well, I got you um, blood diamonds. Um, <laughs> in a, My favorite, in a big bucket, and I got beard. Um, a special Ooh. one-on-one session with Diamond Jim. Oh. Is that, who is that, a prospector? He's a Johnny Depp lookalike with a suit oh made God. of diamonds. <laughs> That's correct. And you can hang out with him, and he'll give you the secrets to getting a diamond-studded suit. I love it, Mike. Love that. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you for your gifts, Mike. Uh, we're not going to go around the horn because, frankly, this entire bit is asinine. No, it's not because Mike... Guess what I got you. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Mike, when do you come to town? Um, I will be in town in just a few days. Will we uh, be doing a live app or no? Do we do we should, a live We should try to squeeze one in. We can, we can we bank should. one if, if, if you're not in town for the right time. We should. Are we doing double duty? I'm That's sure there are people demand. So like this weekend? Yes. I nice. say uh, we go to a Cardinals game, a baseball diamond. Wow, what Ooh, a gift. That is a gift, and Beard is getting us box seats. I'm, I'll take <laughs> you there, but I'm not paying. I can get us there. I can. I will buy Mike <laughs> a diamond hot dog, a street hot dog that is cheaper than the ones in the you cut stadium. You two hot dogs and, like, angle them into a diamond. <laughs> I will only go if I can get nachos in a helmet. Yeah, of course you can. No, it'll be twenty eight dollars. Yeah, they're like four hundred dollars. But Mike, the spot that me and Sheldon found, and I don't remember who else was there, but I got two hot dogs and a a Gatorade, Gatorade. and so I think that might have been it. But maybe something else for ten bucks out right outside the stadium. Two big ass hot dogs too. Like it was, it was right outside the stadium. yeah, I yeah. think it was a better hot dog than they served. Did you in bring? There, could, did you bring him in? It cost a tenth. Yeah, yeah and they, they let just, you bring him in. They don't. There's no mention of no outside food or drink. What? They'll watch you just walk in with a Gatorade. I did not ever think that for a minute. That's that they would be let that happen. Or something. 
We're not dropping where that is outside Bush yeah, Stadium, true. though. But. <laughs> not letting the fans <laughs> jump on us. But, man, it was, it was sick. Um, Anywho, how how much uh, how much small talk do we have to get through before I can talk about my... Oh, my... what about any hoop? I shouldn't talk <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Julius Randle was injured, uh, and this season now is the second straight NBA season where not a single All-Star played every game. And before these mm. two seasons, it had happened just once in NBA history. How insane is that? Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It's decades of playing basketball and at least one all-star is, that's a is terrible stat. and all of that everything you just said should be bleeped out in case anybody over the age of like 45 years old hears it yeah this is this is one for the old heads i, I am shouting that out <laughs> but yeah just i don't know that's that's pretty brutal and randall getting injured he was literally the last one because he's obviously usually an iron man yeah absolute baller but um, so that's depressing. I will say the Knicks, without Julius Randle, beat the Cavs in the what people are presuming to be the first uh, head-to-head matchup in the East. Uh, you know, the five and four and five seed. Um, Brunson had his career high forty-eight. Should have had fifty, but he missed two nope. free throws in Shouldn't a row. Have. Should not have. <laughs> Beard was very happy at, uh, <laughs> at Brunson biffing them and not getting a cool fifty piece, but. <laughs> Career high, nonetheless. This was uh, um, you might bring this stat up, but I might try to beat you to it. That uh, this was Brunson. First of all, that's got to feel good, Brunson beating Spida because absolutely, probably that's who you should have had. It was a statement game, and they beat him in Cleveland. It was very cool and a good sign of hopefully things to come. Brunson uh, scored the most points for a Knicks point or for a Knicks guard since Jamal Crawford. How about that? For yeah, a I was about to say. What that for? I was going to say when stat for you. Crawford put up like a fifty piece at like thirty nine or forty years old. Man, that is wild. I was watching some highlights of him just the other day. He's he's legit. He's probably thirty years old. Um, very fun. Uh, a little bit of revenge for Mike's Lakers. Uh, uh, Austin Reeves hit Pat Bev with the too uh, small. It was so <laughs> beautiful. I don't think he. I, well, I mean, I mean, I'm sure he found out about it. I don't think he saw it in the moment, but um, right. Oh, I loved it. I loved the fact, yeah. dude. It's just so. It's so funny the fact that Pat Bev did, did the too small LeBron in the first place. Insane. Yes. And then yes. Austin Reeves of like that's the exact person that I want to. <laughs> you could see it too. You yeah, knew he, sure. he had been thinking about it for like however many games, right? Because he like right. as soon as he hit the shot, he like he like rushed in to do it, and he was like, "Ha!" <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fun little antics that they have. But basically, the play by play was um, Pat hit Bron with like the Matumbo finger wag after he knocked a ball out of bounds out of Bron's hand. <laughs> Uh, Bron tells Pat Bev, hell no, after uh, not biting on a pump fake, which was funny, too. Lakers um, beat the Bulls. You know what it is. Um, how about this stat? I actually thought this was a joke that I wrote down, that, like that I wrote down a, a pre-written bit, because this sounds like a bit, but it's actually a legitimate stat. The Lakers have started <laughs> 79 different lineups this year. No way. Jesus a- At least at the time of me listening to... Uh, the time me like I, this was early last week, so it could be it could be even more now. Right, just w- a new one per game. That's insane. 
But then I'm like, wait, wow. how many games are left? I mean, I guess there's only a few there's games only left, right? Three, some of them. So have they four. haven't played the same lineup more than once, or starting lineup. That's that was the stat. Unless I did yeah. write this as a joke, <laughs> I it swear. legitimately. I, th- I really I think this was like a sports possible this ESPN stat. I guess there's enough permutations with with like a 12 man roster, but that seems insane. What a what a wild team. What a weird team you have. Yeah, yeah what very a crew. bizarre. That seems insane. I'm gonna snack about it. Um, speaking of LeBron James and being weird, he t- he tied Jason Kidd. Uh, for fourth in all-time triple doubles the other night, um, so he's climbing Damn. up yet another stat ladder. Longevity. He's padding up <laughs> another stat. <laughs> I'm trying to find. Uh, I'm trying to verify this stat, um, but I probably won't be able we'll to do it silently. No, no, I do it out loud because people can't see me doing hard work unless I narrate it. Did you guys see Thanasis headbutt Blake Griffin? That got. I think blown out of proportion, but he was ejected and it was like, I don't know. It was like a love tap skull to skull. It wasn't like a aggressive, like catch you off guard thing, but it was a little news. The Celtics, I, I probably, the reason the desperation frustration reason is that the Celtics obliterated Mal, the bucks yeah. by 41 points. Oh, I did see um, that. Yeah. Giannis was 11 from 20 of 27 from the field, which is stinky mm-hmm. for, you know, the type of looks he gets. Um, and Tatum stinks. and Brown combined for 70 points in just three quarters. Um, so Celtics definitely trying to get into playoffs mode. Um, wild, wild dub. It is crazy to just be to be a team that can light up the best team in the East so effortlessly. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's it's gonna be wild. I kind of hope they get to play each other this playoffs, but I feel like it won't happen. What's what's going on in the East? I'm glad you friggin' asked. It's a lot more settled. I'm glad you friggin' asked. Jordan so- selling the the Hornets. Yeah, is he officially done with them? Is he sell? Did you finally get him to sell to you, Beard? <laughs> I fucking hope so, man. It's something I've been scheming for a while. Absolutely, Mike. If you really want to friggin' know, um, the Bucks. Clinch the top spot. Celtics clinch second. I think the the top five are all solidified now. Yes. Um, so Bucks, Celtics, Sixers. Those are the ones that. Those are the only ones that anyone I read or see seems to acknowledge as like real threats, mm-hmm. which makes me mad about the Knicks. But I understand. But I think honestly, the Cavs deserve kind of a spot do, in the conversation. Do we need to have a little a little celebration for the Knicks officially clinching a, a playoff spot? I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn that down. I'm down to. I'm down to rejoice. Um, We're eating chopped cheese tonight, baby. <laughs> the celebration it's, I had in um, mind was just was just me going, woo. Yeah, perfect. Hey, well, thank you. I'm sure they can hear that all the way in New York. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be that's very satisfying. Um, Brunson could possibly, I think, win Most Improved Player, which would be funny to have two of our starters do that within like three years. Is that a testament to old uh, old Tibbs, old T- Tibman, Jonathan Tibman? I don't know. I don't know what you call it. I would say, realistically, it's just he's getting way more looks and more minutes than he would when he's second fiddle to Luca. But I I think he's genuinely improved, regardless of the playing time. Um, but he's been just so fun to watch. And honestly, Josh Hart like has flown a little bit under the radar, but 
just genius trade deadline moves and pickups by the Knicks, and it's it's working. I love that Josh Hart move. Yeah, really, really seemed to to work. And Hartenstein coming off the bench sometimes is incredibly frustrating to to me. But he is the player off the bench. He is the most rebo- uh, rebounds of any off the bench mm-hmm. player of any non starter. So that's cool. Um, On the minnows, baby. Yep. Are you eating on pod? Are you eating a bag of Funyuns? Yeah, he's in loud chip mode. <laughs> <laughs> like that guy you sat next to at the at the movie theater. Um, yeah. The Lakers are currently beating the Jazz, and we are also one game out of the fifth and sixth seed. Love that. Oh, wow. Love that for you so, guys. So, like, yeah. Clippers and Golden State, if we – well, I don't know if the Clippers and Golden State are playing tonight, but if the Lakers win against the Jazz tonight – We'll have the same record as both the Clippers and Golden State. What place? What place? That's um, like fifth, anywhere like fifth, from six. It, yeah, anywhere between fifth, six, and seventh, basically. But are the Clippers right. playing tonight? Is yeah, so that is cool. Let's let's stick with the East that you asked about. No, quick, I though. don't care. <laughs> I care about <laughs> I care about my stuff now. Just uh, just the play in. The play-in tournament picture for the East, and then we'll jump over to the West. Yeah, um, I believe everyone below the Bulls is officially out of it. Um, there's some wiggle room between the Nets and the Heat for the seventh seed, but most likely, if things shape up, it's going to be the Heat versus the Hawks, uh, and then the Raptors versus the Bulls. Which I I hope the Heat come out of there because Jimmy Butler is like when he turns on playoff mode is incredibly fun to watch playoff jimmy is just like a different animal yeah 100 percent. so the loser of that hopefully the hawks would then play the uh the raptors of the bulls whoever wins that i that's probably pretty even to me two teams i have not kept up with um, that's pretty solid in the east though uh, as far as the western conference goes the play-in could be literally anyone <laughs> it could like, be like 10 different teams um I mean, the only yeah, teams that have fourth, clinched it, there's only like, so Denver. Fourth to 12th Memphis, seed are, are non-clinched. So 13, 14, 15, yeah. Blazers are out, Spurs are out, Rockets are out. But literally everyone below the Kings could potentially be in the play. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's one of the most wild moments of parody I've ever seen. What What would your, Mike, you're, you're a West man. Uh, what would your ideal... Uh, Obviously, you don't want the Lakers in the play-in, but like, what's your ideal play-in matchup? That is a great question that I legitimately have not thought about, so I'm going to think through it live on the pod for the next 25 minutes. Um, Do you want you want Dallas in, right? I don't really care about the t- I would Timberwolves l- or Thunder. I would love to play Dallas in the playoffs. Are you kidding me? That would be incredible. Okay. Nice. Everyone from Dallas knows I have zero respect for the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> and this was pre this love was pre Kyrie. I think I actually lo- sure. I've, I've, I have been saying I feel like I got receipts on this. Like I have yeah. been saying Dallas is like a is a weird hollow shell of a team that's just like has flashy offense and that's literally it. And then getting Kyrie just compounded that problem. Definitely. Um, I, I mean, it just the defense, the floor dropped out. So I would love them, to. So. Would love, love, love to play uh, Dallas. I don't know if they'll actually make it in. I mean, I, then again, like you if just said. If the Thunder said, like, loses one and the Mavs win one, then it, they literally are in. So yeah. the, definitely still a possibility. Does in the pl- okay, play-in tournament, is it 7-10 and 10 and then 8-9? and nine? No, 7-8 and eight play, 9-10 and 10 play. 
And the then, winner of seven and eight gets a spot solidified in the in the playoffs, and then the loser of seven and eight plays the winner plays of nine and okay. ten. So, uh, is there a world in which Dallas? Well, I mean, okay, if you just take it as it is right now, the Lakers would be playing New Orleans. Uh huh. Um, is there a world in which Dallas takes it from OKC, and then? Dallas beats Minnesota. Beats I mean, that yeah. that seems like I, I don't know. It's definitely. I mean, there's just so many permutations that are possible yeah. right now, which is kind of hard to. I guess let me put it by teams that are actually like I don't know in what order we would face them, but teams that sure. I actually have a legit kind of problem with. Obviously, the top the top three more so Denver and Sacramento because Sacramento is coming in really hot. Not that I sure. don't have a problem with Memphis. Like I think Memphis is. Somehow, yeah. I, I don't know if Scary. it's like a if this is totally fair, but like I feel like Sacramento's riding the like momentum of being young and being in the playoffs for the first time in three hundred years yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And Denver is obviously just just disgusting statistical machine of right. a of a basketball program. Memphis is like has this weird like chip on their shoulder, but they're also young, but somehow like in a way that makes them more vulnerable than Sacramento in my mind. Sure. So like I they're definitely still a threat, obviously, but like in yeah. a different way. And then obviously Phoenix is going to be a problem. The Golden State, if you can get them on the road, like I, I'll play them on the road all day in the playoffs. Like <laughs> sure. Um, and then the Clippers, I, you know, I hate the Clippers. <laughs> you, Lakers wise, I think you're relegated basically to playing either the first, second, or third seed because I don't think you're going to get into fifth. Uh, before this is over, there's just not enough games. Yeah, I guess it is still one game, but mine's um, talking second round, freaking I'm third round. All kind of, I'm talking, I'm yeah. talking NBA finals. Sure, sure. Yeah, he sees. He uh, sees I'm talking, all I'm saying, if if I'm you, I think the sixth seed is the sweet spot because I think the Kings are the one out of those that you'd want to play, uh, like a, a you know a seven game series with or whatever. I think you just could, because you can. They don't play defense, so you can just hope. Hope to Christ that you have enough defenders, well, and you know, and then and then just I think you you really you really lean on the the like veteran experience. Yes, exactly. And that's the one thing that Sacramento obviously doesn't have because right. they just they wouldn't mm. have had it. You um, guys, you may have that on your side, but you guys don't have a beam. I do want that's to, true. That's it's true. Scary to and go up against the beam. that is honestly the most frightening thing to go up against in the playoffs for any team. I think is that Sacramento. Yeah. Literally has a laser that shoots into space. Beam. Like what their home team games are going to be, that? their home games are going to be raucous too. Like I think they might, mm-hmm. they might be the arena that has like the highest like home team advantage this this season. Oh yes. I, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I would not doubt that. Isn't so, yeah. Mike? Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Sacramento like the Florida of California? <laughs> Isn't Probably like anybody the, north, like anybody near Sacramento that may or may not be listening is going to be pissed. But I just, I'm just reporting the news <laughs> is that I feel like people outside of Sacramento in California generally do not care about Sacramento. Like sure. it's just, it's not like mm-hmm. a place to go hang out and do stuff. Right. Like there, I, 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 to be fair, I've never been to Sacramento <laughs> So that uh, is also who would go because why would you? <laughs> why would you go? But that's also the reason why the Sacramento Kings are probably a big, uh, even a bigger threat because sure. they installed a laser beam in a place that historically everyone's mm. been like, oh, screw that town, no one cares about right. it, and now they can yeah. now they have a Death Star like laser beam on top oh, of their so stadium. Sick. 
Yeah, very so cool. That's a huge, huge problem. Yeah. Um, do I care about like do do the Lakers want to see? I mean, OKC, Minnesota, New Orleans, like I don't know. You know, like those are all beatable teams in my mind. I don't really see. I, I think of the problem with the play-in is that it's a one and done. Obviously, yes. I I would say you know if you have a LeBron James team going best of five, best of seven, they could beat any of those guys. But uh, like, uh, yes, you can you can just have a fluke of a game or an injury, a short term injury that takes you out for ten minutes, and it's like you know, it's true. So I mean, scary. that's why I think I do think from a fan perspective, and we've talked about this before because we've been doing this show for 60 episodes now but that the play in <laughs> tournament is like just such a fun ex- like who doesn't want to watch it because it's just so high stakes yeah. yeah but it's also that is the 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 other side the other edge to that sword which is you can see your team getting you could just out. lose it right saw it been there it's true it's tragic um very cool uh, we do need to talk about the cba a hundred percent. This is yes. uh, very fun Could, uh, because you mentioned the, the one and done, like, you know, the excitement of the, of the play in, and there is now going to be a, what do you call that? Like a mid season tournament. No, which is it's official. Cool. Uh huh. What is, yeah. P- explain that to me. What like I'm a baby. Soccer. Fuck is this? Explain it to me as why... if I didn't do my research on what it was. I don't know why it's not a, uh, why it's a negative thing for people but let me pull up the so in season tourney um basically the things that people were scared about was like you know it's adding games and it's going to add a chance for injuries but it's it's not they're going to play the same amount of games the only people who potentially will play one extra game per season would be the two finalists um they don't have the exact structure of it yet, um, but it's been reported that it will be like a pool play to determine a final eight that will move to a single elimination tournament. Um, the NBA can't create eight even pools, so they're, they're, it could be you know six pools of five with some wild cards or whatever. But eventually, or essentially, it's going to be like a one and done, kind of like a longer, a longer play in. Um, or For what the though? last? Just for fun, <laughs> I, yeah. like what like, is they it? Don't have a, Does it? It's just like a it's cool, fun thing. I think it's, it's a, I think it's a way for them to you know market cap, figure out where the lulls in their season are, where people stop watching games, and just get people hyped about it. I, I really think uh, obviously they're going to make some award that'll be worthless, and then I mean, you know, maybe, I'm not. I don't think I'm mad about this. I I'm excited. I think it's and let a me say this. Move, and let me but, say this while I got the, while I'm on the hot seat. Go for uh, it. While you're grilling me, is that as far as injury stuff, if people have a thing about excess injuries, I'm so sure. sick of injury stuff. Like, I'm yeah. so sick of people getting injured, but I'm also sick of people talking about, like, preventing people from getting injured. Yeah. I think for that sure. everyone should be <laughs> injured. I think that, <laughs> that. No, what I think is that I just saw something that said, like, reportedly. The Mavs are thinking about sh- quote unquote shutting down yep. Luca and Kyrie because yep. they they like are basically just folding and being like, well, it's kind of a waste, and we don't want them to get injured. That's the dumbest 
dumbest thing I've heard in such a long. What an insane! I, I would be really surprised if that ends up being true. What, that just well, doesn't of, seem of like Cuban. And and you're in the you're in the hunt still. Like if you're statistically have no chance, then I get it. But they they could literally be in the play in. And so maybe that's fabricated. But I think even if it's like even if that's not true, if it's fabricated, I think it does reflect how people think about players and injury in the league now, sure. which is just yeah. the softest, like most embarrassing way I think to be a competitor. It, it like it just it defies logic. How and and I get it. Like it's. It's in like you know your guys now are playing basically AAU ball since they're nine years old or whatever you know all the way through until they play in the NBA so their bodies are getting miles and getting wear and tear and I get that and I obviously I am not ever gonna know what it's like to like put my body through that at the same time like there's just a culture of like of of just I I don't know it's a culture of like not competing and in a way that is like maybe that's a ridiculous thing to say but and maybe it's also driven more by like the you know owners viewing more and more of their players as Protecting like these financial assets, assets to protect 100%. like these investments to protect right because they're not players or I, people they're I like think that their assets hits that hits the nail on the head because i really don't think there's a there's a plague of athletes going like i don't want to compete at the highest level i really do think it's this ownership class that's going like, like well a, we pay we're paying you good money like a financialization of the of uh, we're just I don't know. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but regardless, it's this would be a huge feather in the cap for the old heads who talk about this league being soft. And I really hope that Cuba doesn't pull the trigger on this because it just doesn't make sense. No, that's that, I, I, it there's no logical yeah. reason for it. The amount of games left, like the the chance of injury versus the chance of making the playoffs. It's like it's just it would be a bad dis- business decision, let alone a bad thing for a guy who claims to love basketball to do. Also, if if it's kind of like just a lump in load management into that into the sure. people missing games, um, I believe that the ring culture has a a lot to do with that, and like you know saving yourself for yeah, the playoffs. Sure. They never did that, right? You know they played ninety that's true eight games or whatever, um. Yeah. So I think I think the ring culture and you know having to be one hundred and ten percent for the playoffs is sure. Is a, yeah, taking it like too easy just to make sure you're you're good for like when you consider it to matter. It's not a good thing for the sport or the fans. That's kind of why I feel like the NBA is trying to like NBA is trying to like hedge against that right by instituting all this stuff Honestly, in the middle I of the season. That's what the play-in was about. I think that's what the mid-season tournament's about. It's just to dilute the, the ring chasing. I, I don't think it'll work. I don't think it's that's an effective but what if thing. The mid-se- but it will be what if, fun. What if the mid-season tournament turns into the all-star game or like the slam dunk contest where everyone's just like, oh, well, I don't care. I don't want to get hurt or whatever. Like My fingers are crossed that it's the opposite. It's it makes it's the version of the all-star game where people actually try. Like, Well, yeah, um, I hope that They're too, just going to treat it like regular games. That's all it's going to be. Yeah, I guess that's most... Mid season, but freaking mid tourney. All you need is one guy on a team to just go like, let's let's treat this like it's the finals. Like all you need is mm. like one team to get caught up with that mentality, and then the natural competitiveness will kick in with other teams. I, I, I do. I see. And my thoughts are initially that it's gonna be the fans that think that it matters that would make the players think that it matters yeah maybe so because like other than that it's just the, the big one is the finals at the end other than that sure. it's just regular games but if fans are like oh well 
Braun has this many mid-season tournaments. <laughs> that's what I. That's my fear is that it's going to create some of the dumbest so arguments of all time. That's what I'm like. This this if they keep this mid mid-season tournament, it's not for the generation right now. It's going to be exactly. building for the next one is what it would be in the. <laughs> what if you it. get a mid-season tournament MVP? That's what, <laughs> that's, it's that's what they're doing. Like that's why it's, part of the. They're they're adding tons of awards. That was part okay. of the CBA. Who, who's who's the name on the trophy? Have they already announced it? Don't say it if they have. <laughs> I, no, they have not. Oh, okay. Who would you give? Oh the no. The definition of mid. Someone who's from the, the Hawks. Trey Young. Yeah. Trey Young award. <laughs> the Trey Young oh, mid, man. and then season is in a way smaller font. It's just the mid award. <laughs> um, that'll be fun. But speaking of speaking of mid, I we do have to talk about the Hawks being like mind-blowingly mid yeah are they still mathematically mid the hawks are 39 39 they have scored 9209 points they have allowed 9210 a one point difference in in the almost 10,000 how improbable is they are they are 24 and 24 against the east and 15 and 15 against the west no way That is legitimately mind-blowing. They have been within one game of 500 for 72 consecutive days. (laughs) How is that? I want to know this. For all of our math professors out there, for all of our math fans, yeah, give me the odds that that, like, what are the statistical probabilities that that would come true? That's insane. unbelievable. Unbelievably uh, jaw-droppingly mid. <laughs> I just cannot believe it. Uh, it's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah, so shouts out to them. The funniest thing of all time, though, would be if they, like, made a decently deep run in the East after, after like, sneaking into the play. <laughs> all their play, all their games, or all their series go to seven games. Yeah. They just go one, one, two, two, <laughs> yeah. three, three. Oh, my God. I got uh, four things for you guys as we round Love out uh, the last sort of clip of our show here. Are you ready for my four things? Yeah, let's do uh-huh. it. All right, first thing. So, I've been, uh, there's been a lot of Seinfeld happening in my apartment. Um, we don't need to comment on that God or dang. engage in a, a deeper psychological... We don't have to ask what, what the deal is with that? Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. But uh, in Seinfeld, there's a great episode called Bizarro World, okay? Or actually, the episode's not even called that. But they, oh, yeah, they, with... Bizarro Jerry into, and stuff. into Bizarro World. Okay, so we are in the Bizarro World era of uh, Skip and Shannon, and um, okay. where Skip is basically like praising the Lakers and praising LeBron James right. in a way I have never heard before. <laughs> and there was a, a brilliant comment on a YouTube video that I want to read for you guys and get your quick response on. So that okay. the thought is this: uh, quote For those who don't know Skip's strategy. All the consistent praising he does for the Lakers aren't because he roots for them. It's his way of controlling narratives that he wants to raise the level of expectations of the Lakers in others' eyes. So if they fail, the crash seems a lot worse than it is. Ultimately, so we'll have another argument for why MJ is greater than LeBron. It's been his interesting years. I do. It is a good. It's a smart, like, art of war type move. If you're on a debate yeah. show. And you and you do kind of subtly hype up these guys just to go like, well, yeah, they're a good team. They should be able to beat these Pelicans, right? And then when they don't, you get to win either way. And that is interesting. Yeah. If they win, then you're like, I knew. Oh, that's right, so right. dumb. Classic Skip. We love you for that, Skip. Yeah, Sun, Sun Sue Skip. Sue Skip. 
can't lose if you play both sides. You gotta you gotta respect it, I guess. That is funny. Damn. Not as entertaining as Shannon though. Everyone will still love Shannon more. So. Oh good, yeah. Good yeah. Good no, luck with that. I was skip. texting you guys about this, but I saw a video of uh, Shannon ex- like talking about eating a raccoon, which was incredible. Yeah, that's a that's a classic. He, I, God, I would love to meet him. He has, he has, uh, a little bit of like a Theo Vaughn thing in my eyes. Yes. Where every once in a while, when he's talking about something growing up, I'm just like, "Is like, that? What are, are you, you saying? Are you doing a bit?" <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, insane stories. Um, number two, okay. Caitlin Clark. Okay, no one has yes. ever had, no one has ever had a thousand points and three hundred assists in a season. Uh, I think that was for men's and women's. I think that was just oh, a Division cool. One thing. Is that wow. I don't know if that's we we need to fact check that. Beard, go ahead and get on that. I um, don't even have a device. Just raining logo threes in high pressure situations. Beautiful. Iowa obviously triumphed over South Carolina in the final. Still four. got owned by Angel. The one thing I was going to say about Caitlin before the Angel thing was the, yeah. the Caitlin Clark wave off. Did you guys see the wave off? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. That was absolutely savage. Devastating. There's, yeah. I and the thing is I don't even think that she meant it necessarily, right. but like it was that was so cold. It was absolutely yeah, for cold. sure. It doesn't hit as hard uh in the wake of her of her loss, but um But she's, still team Clark. She's inarguably, I think just hands down the most fun story of of women's college basketball this season. And I do think it sucks that she has to end her season like going on talk shows and being and defending the person who beat her. Like as a competitor, that's got to make you so mad. Is she yeah, on absolutely. talk shows now? She, uh, I mean, sports talk shows. But oh. yeah, she had to like call in is virtually. It, is it because the the hand in the face thing? Yeah. The, what, the, the what, John what is going Cena, on with that? Like media wise or on Twitter? What's the deal with they're, that? They're blowing a complete completely out of proportion and then of course you get some racists in there who are going like oh she's that's not good sportsmanship she's got a whatever and so then you get the the very predictable media lashback at that going oh so we treat one competitor uh, i wonder what the reason is that we're treating these people differently in our judgment you know so it's just a perfectly predictable loop of outrage but the most frustrating thing is the person that it should matter to, Caitlin Clark, is going, I don't think Angel should be criticized at all. No matter what way it goes, she should never be criticized for what she did. I compete, she competed. It was a super fun game. Like, just the only voice of reason being the one who sh- is most justifiably in the position to be pissed. <laughs> like, Yeah. I, that makes me mad. But Yeah, that's a that's a, such a stupid way to end, like, this brilliant flash of a 100%. NCAA women's basketball season. Like, it's the American way to end it, to just absolutely d- devolve into bitter, toxic bullshit. But. What, a, what, a, what a bummer. Um, but honestly, I don't know. I don't remember nah, team Clark. Like, having this exciting of a, sure. of a women's tournament in a while, though. Um, it was cooler than the the UConn. Game. It was cool in the men's. Yeah, I was final. gonna say on the men's side, right? San Diego State buzzer beater, pretty exciting. But also, you know, I and then we have the whole thing like who could have predicted the this Final Four matchup? But yeah, nobody cares about a UConn championship. Yeah, I was not. Sorry. I did not even watch. Uh, no, I, I didn't watch I it. Watched the first quarter. Once they got like a twelve point lead, I was like, I'll just keep my the score nearby, and if it gets close again, I'll check it out. I literally never went back. Are to we? It, so. Our beard? Are we? Uh, in agreement that no one cares about a UConn championship. Um, I got a little nut from it, but nah. Other than <laughs> as that, as long oh as Beard God. gets his nut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
right. Well, now we got to cut that, and we got to cut your thing about the other that's, thing. It's getting, what about Angel That's Reese? a sports gambling term, Mike. Get your head yeah. out of the gutter. Oh, sure, sure Beard's, been, Beard's been nutting all season, and you haven't even bothered about it. Now now he gets one final nut in, and it's it's the nut that broke right. the camel's back. All right. My last point, uh, and then you guys can say whatever terrible stuff you want to say after this. Um, what do we think? Wait, are we this, on uh, three or four? I don't know. I lost count. We're on. Okay. I got about eight to ten, and we're on probably three, <laughs> three or four. Just kidding. Um, what do we think about this Hall of Fame class? Uh, notable inductees include Fun. Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, thumbs up, thumbs up, uh, par- uh, Parker and Pop, uh, Becky thumbs. Hammond, Pau Gasol. <laughs> uh it's fun uh the pal one is seems like the saddest and i think it's going to get the most play because of the because of the kobe, the, the kobe in the room um oh. well you know i mean he, like him getting his yeah. banner raised and stuff and i'm sure it'll be sad but it obviously deserved it's cool it's it's a fun class it's it's bizarre it does make you feel older when you start seeing the hall of fame names that like you go oh i they were kind of like like my era I played as a with kid. them on 2K. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that does kind of freak me out. Yeah. Uh, any any thoughts on on uh, these draftees? Are we happy for them? I think D Wade should be suiting up, not accepting Hall of Fame stuff. Yeah, I think get out there, D Wade. No, he's washed. He's absolutely that man's could knees kill it. are gone. Knee Wade. All right, folks. Knee Wade. Mike, did you have more? <laughs> No, I got nothing. I'm out. <laughs> okay. I'm tapped out. Um. All right. Let me get into my Angel Reese bit here. All right. Close this out. Close this <laughs> out with a Bill Maher rant. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So here's my thing with trash talking like that and, and and competitiveness. That's great. But she wasn't doing that shit the whole game. She got it. it she waited until it was like basically sure. the end. Yeah. And then you start doing that. Right. Uh, that's a little. That's a little weak. Because that's you're a weak. you're afraid and, of the competitor. You don't want to accidentally yes. activate them. It's a coward's way and to celebrate. You're doing it to just like the better player. Like sure. th- that's another thing that bothers me. Is like I <sighs> that that one's iffy. But the main thing is you waited until it was basically wrapped up. Yeah, that's that's like a that's just not. That, and that's what all those bozos way. didn't couldn't point out. Sure. Um. But sure. That's just a. That's a weak. I'd move. say those are pretty. Those are like the, those takes have some have some substance to them. I, I, I think I, would, I think I would both, buy that. I think both instances. That's that's spot on. Um, there right, there no. are <laughs> there are fun ones when when like a, a play like a Pat Bev who's just clearly worse than someone is still talking yes, trash. Yes. But yes. again, the the main thing there is he's not waiting till the end until they've yeah. pretty much locked it up to do it. No, he'll find you off court and probably tell LeBron James that he's too small. <laughs> he's trying to like knock. He's trying to knock shit out of your hands like pregame warmups. <laughs> he does not. He is not. It's it's an art to him. It's not a way to like sneak in a little. It's smugness. it's a way of life for Pat Bev. <laughs> it really is. Bro, has there ever been a player that has like snuck around the stadium pregame and like sabotage the other team's equipment or something? That would like, be sick. There needs to be more like a deflate gate of the NBA type deal. More goofballs, more pranks. NBA needs more pranks. That's the next (laughs) CBA. (laughs) That's how we're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave it with that perfect opinion (laughs) that we have to increase the pranks there. Happy Diamond anniversary, fellas! Yeah, cheers to all our listeners. 
Smash that scribe. Five stars. I couldn't do Diamond. this without you guys. Cheers, Diamond super like. Swipe right. Cheers. Swipe right on the pod. <laughs>